this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, easy. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. What's up, y'all? Today I sat down with Joe James and Eli Mendezes. Eli joined Joe and I for our second ATX Revival. We talked about how Eli grew up in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and moved here to the U.S. at the age of 18. Eli has been a career musician since, playing for all sorts of hip-hop and R&B and rock groups around the country, specifically getting his start in New York City. Eli has recently moved to Austin, and we talked about how the Austin music scene has been treating him and what's on the horizon. I hope y'all enjoy the episode and can go catch a show soon. He was once a thug from around the way. My life was never easy. My life was never easy. All right, what's up, y'all? We're back for another ATX revival. With my spontaneous co-host, Joe James. What's, What's up, up Joe? It's good to be here. How you feeling today, man? I feel like crap, dude, but I, yeah. I'm, my spirits are high. Yeah, it's the, yeah. The, the weather will do that to you around here. That's oh, seasonal depression. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to live in a place where it's shit. Well, I just came from a place six years ago. I was living in California, born and raised. But like a place that's not California that has the weather of California all the time. Anyone know where that is? Maybe like Southern Florida. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's here for about two months out of the year. <laughs> I know yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and our guest, yeah. Eli, my buddy. This guy is killer musician, great person. Has a most days. Yeah. Purple aura. No, purple. Wow. <laughs> it's my new favorite color. <laughs> So what's up, Eli, man? We wanted to bring you on again. ATX Revival is a, a series that we're introducing here in Austin where once a month we want to bring artists that are, you know, contributing here locally and, and trying to get a, kind of our finger on the pulse of what's happening in the scene and what people's hopes for or mm-hmm. what they want to see in the music scene. And, and uh, we want to hear your story today about what brought you to Austin. And Yeah, man, and, it's, a, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. I don't even man. know this story. No one does. Just Google me. (laughs) (laughs) So my name is Eli Menezes. I was born in Brazil, and then I moved. um, I basically came to the States when I was 18. No real plans. I was going to go to California, actually, originally. Good thing. And um, anyway, things didn't didn't really go as planned, and I ended up in New York uh, 
which I spend most of my life. And um, yeah, and then New York, that's when I had my biggest music formation, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived there for 20 years. And COVID hit. And uh, I'm in Austin now. Yeah. That's the super short story, yeah, which COVID you kind of unpack. Like, I'm going you. to the Wild West. Baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Let's get Rock out of this roll. craziness here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a common story right now. And, you know, yeah, everybody's just flooding here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's there's a lot to be said for you know, how we're going to, you know, accept everyone and make sure there's platforms for people to contribute. And, ah, absolutely. And, yeah. uh, Austin's a good place for it, you know. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, New York City also, you know, obviously has a ton of culture and a lot of different industries. And and uh, I'm excited for that to, to come here as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. What do you think that, like, what's the difference between, like, this scene and the scene in New York? Like, what do you see? Other than the pace. Other than the pace, <laughs> yeah, right. I do time. like the pace here. Yeah. Living yeah. here is pretty it's pretty great. Um, I mean, there's so, there, there are so many things, but, um, I mean, New York, of course, is like it's still seen as kind of the center of so many things. Yeah. There's so many industries that they're like all eyes in New York all the time. So, like, you, whatever it is that you're going to do, you're going to find someone in town who's the best at that, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So there's a super high level of everything, chefs, musicians, artists, yeah. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and that's been around for a long time. Um, so I feel like the scene, the music scene, uh, for example, is, I feel like it's a lot bigger and mm-hmm. it, it may be rich, like it goes, it reaches like everywhere in the world. Like mm-hmm. people from all over the world come to New York for, for the music thing or yeah. they have people from all over the world as well. And uh, and here's a little. It's a smaller scene, but it's it's a really nice community, and there's some amazing artists here too. Um, and I mean, one of the reasons why I came here is that it's not it's different than New York, but there's I feel like there's a lot of variety of artists and musicians and all kinds of styles, and mm-hmm. that still make it interesting to me. And it's like you know, I want to be part of that. I want to get out of that. Not completely get out because I still go back to New York often. Mm-hmm. But I just want a, a change of pace where I can still do what I do and have that diversity, but so you know, just at a different New York pace. Has more of a, uh, a diversity. Of, like, no, I feel like New York overall has more diversity oh, in New York, more, but oh, but his is like yeah. it's a little it's a little smaller, but mm-hmm. I think it has almost as much. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so there's still enough, but just in a, at a different, not just a different pace, but um, it's still it's, it's still got more than enough for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Do you find like you have more work here in in Austin than you did in 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 New York, or is it about the same? Uh, I feel like it might be in New York. I was working more because I mean I've, I was in New York for twenty years. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So and here I'm here for I've been here for about a year and a half. Oh, wow. But um, but I've been I've been working a lot here, and I was talking to a friend even like in January. You know, I'm self-employed. I got my company and stuff. So. Making doing my finances and stuff, and Wait, I look back, I, backtrack on that. I, I didn't know that you have a company. I mean, I have an LLC, you know, so I can kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. It just uh, helps with many things. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> there you go. So you do have a company. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hearing you saying that there's just you know it's a smaller community. I imagine that you know just in a year and a half, like you've integrated pretty well here, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, I'd like to hear kind of what that vibe was like as you came on the scene. Like, did you have you worked with musicians here before? Or how did I've, you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I knew um, 
I've been here for South. I've, I've been here. I played South by Southwest years ago. Um, the last time I was here which is, was a long time ago actually. But uh, I knew a couple of musicians here. Uh, last time I was here I was with Estelle. I don't guess you know the American boy. The mm -hmm. song. Yeah, I was just I used to play with her. So we played here uh, years ago, and I knew uh, I knew a few people. I love that song. It's a good song. It is a good song. It still yeah. plays everywhere, which is crazy. Yeah, Kanye is on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's still getting yeah, that deck. Still getting that check. <laughs> Anything with Kanye is verified. Yeah. It's <laughs> musical genius. It's it's official. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Right. Self <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Austin was just kind. of, I was debating between Nashville and Austin. It was everything was kind of a almost last minute. You know, mm -hmm. it was just everything was shut down in New York, and that was like summer of 2020. And I was like, man, I just want to go somewhere else. If if everything goes wrong, I can't always go back to New York. I got enough connections, and mm -hmm, my life yeah. is all there. And you didn't want to just play for bachelorette parties. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> <In> Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, like I was like Austin. Like I like the vibe better. There are more diversity too with the music too. I think mm -hmm. you know there's some amazing musicians in Nashville, but um I, f I feel like in austin there there are more styles there there's more variety yeah, yeah that's what i've that said before you yeah. know is that i've noticed a lot of the difference between nashville and austin is mm -hmm. the sense of originality here you oh know, for sure a lot more people play original songs instead of mm -hmm. covers and yeah you know yeah. it's just it, it you know provides a, a stage for more which uh, I, more authentic i approach. love that too I, I love the fact that people play a lot more more covers with mm -hmm. some original, more originals, originals but with yeah. some yeah. covers here and there. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel like that? Like for me, when I came to Austin, I noticed not just the community of like of of musicians and artists, mm -hmm. but people supporting the music was was a lot more grand than say L.A. When I was in L.A. Like, oh yeah. Oh man. One of the first things that like that was kind of a shocker that I, I wasn't used to it when I first moved here is it is that like the support even from like musicians mm -hmm. um i think especially when you go when you come here if you at least pretty decent in what you do people are going to talk about you mm -hmm. you know so uh hopefully for the best you know talk yeah. good things but <laughs> yeah it's definitely a word of mouth things. town yeah sure. but i remember as soon as I, I moved here like i started meeting musicians and stuff and uh i moved around the same time as my buddy adam jackson who's an amazing drummer he's been playing with everybody here since he moved here too uh but everywhere we'll go you know it was like people just started talking about it. i was like oh oh you guys just moved from new york right and then it was just that community was like oh i, I want to make sure oh you should come to this place to meet this person i was like oh i got to connect you with this person this person yeah. this place yeah. and right away there was like that just huge supportive group of people just mm. you know trying to get us in the scene and get to meet people that you know, get involved with and 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 play music and be creative, and that was uh, that was refreshing, because yeah. a lot of the big cities you don't see that. We yeah. talk we talk about earlier how some some people can be like overprotective of what they do, or a little, mm -hmm. you know, it could be for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, but I didn't feel much of that, especially in the beginning when I first when I first got here. Yeah. Definitely, that, yeah, was, that, that, that was really cool. It was like, oh, this is refreshing. And then you see things like him. You know, right. providing like, Sims, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, great, like health, you know, healthcare yeah. for musicians and stuff, and and support. And I'm like, why isn't like all the why are all the other cities doing this? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, to help the musicians and have, have, you know, just help people be creative and do what they do best. Yeah, I may, I mean, I might not have known about any of like something like that in in 
Los Angeles. But yeah, yeah, when I got here, that was one of the things. Like, wait, there's places that people that care about musicians they here. Care about music. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's nice. How kind, you know? Yeah. Which is that's what I that's what really uh, attracted me to this this mm-hmm. city was like the community, not only right. just you know musicians and like that community, but also the people just supporting you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people coming out to shows, people wanting to to see live music i mean not all the time but the majority you, and yeah. you have things like black fret and like these organizations right, right. that are trying to 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 help you and help you grow and, mm-hmm. and help you live a, as a musician and support your art absolutely which is amazing you know and you don't find that in a lot of places like mm-hmm. it's just like you're you're a musician you're just your background noise you're whatever mm-hmm. like because you almost feel like some yeah. weird gypsy you know just roaming from town to town but like here they 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 know what built this city and i hope they mm-hmm. they hold on to that too mm-hmm. yeah because because it is music that built this city you know this is it's the live music capital of the world let's hope it doesn't become you know the the tech capital of the world because mm-hmm. that's just yeah. boring right yeah. but it's like this is what this is what built the city yeah you know this city definitely gave built it that on, vibe on music mm-hmm. energy to it yeah um, for sure is that you know I, I read in a book that uh every place that was big enough to hold at least you know 25 to 50 people turned into a music venue overnight yeah in like 1970 you know armadillo world headquarters era and Mm -hmm. you know all these bars started popping up on south congress and there's just this huge wave of music here that happened so organically like it wasn't like anybody was just like oh this is going to be the biggest music industry in the world you know or live music capital of the world and and uh no just like bunch of hippies came together and started you know opening up bars yeah. and music yeah, venues man. and yeah. everybody flopped i wish i was <laughs> back in like i would i could time time travel back into like when when stevie and all of them were on the scene oh yeah i bet that was just crazy dude like i bet that was a fun time definitely seeing stevie up there just killing it blowing your ears out with that loud amp oh yeah yeah well, I just saw. Uh, I would go deaf for that guy. Like Corey and I went and <laughs> saw the Archangels play it. the other night, and that was oh, such Archangels, a, yeah, it was badass yeah. to see like multiple generations of Austin yeah. mm-hmm. on stage. You know, Gary like was there, right? Charlie, yeah, yeah, Gary Clark came out, and like Charlie Sexton, he's a, you know one of the lead guitarists yeah. for Archangels. Dude, he's played and with everybody, everybody dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, they had uh, they had some stuff. I'm like, man, he, he's played with a lot of people. Yeah, and they had the drummer from. Uh, double trouble yeah uh-huh. play with stevie yeah but yeah charlie sexton i think he played his first set out of antones when he was like seven years old or something that's wow. yeah uh, and he yeah. Just there's that picture talking around everybody i think that he just posted of like him and stevie yeah like the only picture that i have even though i i was i grew up with this guy yeah around <laughs> me this is the only one i have uh-huh. yeah that's it's amazing and the archangels are yeah crazy it was cool to see them still still killing they're it gonna be at antone's right at end of february sure. or something yeah then chris robinson came out yeah i saw that with them too that was kick-ass dude i love chris robinson we yeah. me and my wife just saw uh, the black crows mm-hmm. a few months back and they're killing it man yeah he sounded good you know and like That's it's just so cool that there's still these venues like acl live yeah. and mm-hmm. the tapings and like stubs and all these venues that are still just pumping so much talent through here yeah and like it's it's good to see that it's consistent again instead of just up in the air like it was and yeah yeah you know 2019 2020 and it's um, good to see you know it, it's 
and it, I think it's it's mentally um, healing a lot of people. And I, I think, like, just piggybacking off of that, like, people don't realize, I mean, yeah, with the whole virus thing, but it also mm-hmm. what it's done to everyone mentally. Yeah. You know, like, there's these artists and musicians that, uh, this is, of course, it's a job that, you know, we have to, we have to pay our rent, but it's more than that, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's something we have to do because mentally we'll go crazy like Mm -hmm. if we don't get there this is how we express ourselves you know so when you're locked down and like you're not able to you're playing live streams or whatever like it's just not the same right that camaraderie and that energy that engagement that we've you know that we get from a crowd you know it's 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 there's something therapeutic about it i think for us creatives that like we we missed and during mm. that time like it really mentally i know for me it mentally messed me up you know mm. how did but, you deal with it the uh, first how, the first year the first year man i well, mean <coughs> we just i was in lockdown like i did a lot of live stream stuff i remember doing a thing uh like i would do saturday night like soul singing mm-hmm. with joe james and i'd do that and it, to be honest it was is is great for like a couple months but then it didn't feel right it did it felt it didn't feel authentic you know what i mean and so i stopped it mm-hmm. and people were like why'd you stop it you know and i'm like because it doesn't feel real you know what i mean like i'm playing there's a like a ring light with mm-hmm. you know my, my phone and i'm live streaming and like it just felt and i end a song and like you know my dog barks like i don't like i'm i wasn't there's no feedback no reaction no, from from anybody was, and even yeah. if like you go play somewhere yeah mm-hmm. at, at a venue and the, your background music mm-hmm. like even even there's still even a, an energy and a connection there because there's people yeah and even if they don't want to clap they come up to you afterwards and be like mm-hmm. hey, that yeah. was awesome like i heard that one version you did of this song yeah. or that song you sang about whatever like really touched my heart well you it's it's different seeing that in a comment than actually being in front of somebody mm-hmm. and hearing their voice. So it True. mentally messed me up in that way. Mm-hmm. But there's a plus side to that because it, it also, it, it completely broke me down and, and kind of brought me back <laughs> to my relationship with God, which was <laughs> nice, you know. Uh, it, but but still, it was. I see the effects of it still today in a lot of uh, my artist friends and musicians mm-hmm. and that that like mentally we need to talk about that too like mentally let's get some help for those people that people yep. that are, are have mentally been affected by by this pandemic as well mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah like, yeah i mean what was that like for you up in new york you know i know i still got friends up there like it's still not cu- time to come visit or yeah. you know come out. <laughs> yeah. i'm just like man like life is so different here in austin you know where you almost forget that yeah, it's definitely a lot more open here. That's sure. <laughs> I mean, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And the weather helps too. But uh, yeah, but everything got shut down. We didn't know how long it was going to be. Um, for me, it was kind of cool because I, I can be a little bit of a workaholic. Mm. So often, like, I will go literally three weeks, sometimes four weeks without a single day off. Mm-hmm. That'll be working sessions rehearsals gigs sometimes i have like multiple gigs it was normal for me for like on a weekend a friday through sunday i'll have like six gigs yeah sometimes so i felt like i was 
always tired too in a way were a lot of these solo acts or are you playing with just playing bands? with different people yeah, yeah cool. mainly as a sideman and cool and session work you know playing recording for people and yeah. stuff and i play guitar bass keys and so there's always there's always something um so it was kind of different but it was a little welcome when it's like oh now you can't really do much yeah. and i was like oh i actually have time for myself now yeah but as soon as everything shut down i think everybody had the same idea everybody had extra time so a lot of people that have been putting off recording their own stuff there's like oh now is the time so i got flooded with like session work re just recording from home yeah. people sending me tons of sessions and and live streams and videos and so i did a lot of that and then the church stuff too the church started going remote so they were like pre-recording the music and I, I was doing that too so i never really got a lot of downtime it just kind of slowed down a little bit but but the times that i had that i, ha I didn't have like anything today it was like oh i have a day off and i got nothing to do today that felt so good mm -hmm. not yeah. in the sense of like oh just i'm so lazy that i don't want to do anything right but it was refreshing like i don't have to do anything i could just take a I, reminder yeah I could, a life outside <laughs> exactly <of the> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i started like going walks going to the park and like doing yeah. things to like yeah you couldn't do much yeah, you could look at like the glass half full yeah i could look at it that way too like yeah that was yeah, really refreshing a lot of time with my wife and like that was cool you know it was so you can that's a great way to look at it as well it's like mm -hmm. glass, glass half full instead of yeah it, it just changes your perspective you know your priorities change but on the same time i also missed just playing live like you're saying like yeah. in front of people i love working with people i mm -hmm. I, I do pretty well by myself like i could be a whole week by myself in a room as long as i have my gear and my my instruments and stuff and i'll be fine mm -hmm. but but there's nothing more gratifying than like working with people like yeah. even in the studio like i i love recording but my favorite thing is like being when we're tracking like the rhythm section live with everybody together we're reacting to mm -hmm. each other's playing or with that with the artist or you know just playing yeah. a show and seeing people's reaction people come to you and that energy definitely so i definitely i miss yeah. that probably the most yeah yeah exactly and i th i think yeah that was the the one thing for me that i missed the most i think the time off for like certain artists it, it made them kind of face their their demons a little bit oh know? big time Cause like when you're when you're playing in front of people when you're that hustle because same mm -hmm. for me like I, I there was a time where i was like but I, i've learned to time manage to where i don't book so much stuff mm -hmm. to, but only things mm -hmm. that, that i'm still working on yeah i'm getting better i know it's, it's a hard <laughs> one though because yeah. you love, like you love it so much but yeah. uh so you never had time i remember i i feel like try to push that back like all the the demons i had maybe like from my past and all mm -hmm. that stuff with writing and working with people and playing shows and i remember just getting busy 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 so i can kind of like push that back mm -hmm. so when that came around yeah it's like oh yeah my life is pretty jacked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, I, I have some mental stuff I got I had to deal with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but thankfully, like I said, like I, I'm, I through that came a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. You know that I, I was able to face uh, these certain demons and and able to 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 build my relationship with God. Uh, you know, outside of what organized church and religion says mm -hmm. how, it, how it looks like mm -hmm. which that turned me off completely you mm -hmm. know so yeah. it, like there was a, a plus side to the pandemic happening like that 
yeah, mentally it messed a lot of people up, but mm-hmm. hopefully, and I, I wish this and pray this for a lot of folks that'll listen that are, are artists and musician that, that you deal with that, those things now, mm-hmm. you know, all those mm-hmm. things got, they're brought up. That means you need to deal with them, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are forced to, yeah. Yeah. you know, and to take a step outside of that routine for everyone that, yeah. you know, no matter what kind of cycle or routine you were on, it was yeah. just a forced retreat you know yeah. personal one of solitude and isolation and totally. a lot of people didn't see that coming but you know i think there's a lot that's coming out of it that's positive and mm-hmm. a lot of artists specifically you know i i see people before the pandemic that were you know just doing what they did because it was normal you know if you want mm-hmm. to call it the new normal i think it's a pause and people questioned you know what they were doing and how they were doing it yeah. more than ever. I think yeah. there's a statistic like, what I, I want to say like 48 million Americans like quit their jobs last year. Hmm. Yeah, know? man, it was like a great awakening. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so much authenticity coming out of that, especially with artists because they say, you know what? I see this rise of independence in the way that people want to do things. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of chasing that record deal, or you know looking to sign on with that label i see a lot more people saying you know what like i've had the time i've had the space to step outside of that routine and start thinking about how i want to do this and that's my way you know and i see that that people are they're standing their ground on that still you know they're people have a tendency to forget and you know I, i see artists that are still just like you know, I've thought about why I'm doing this and mm-hmm. what I want out of this and yeah. how I want to do it. And I still people see people doing it that way. And mm-hmm. I think we need to recognize that and support that. Totally. And I think, you know, what I'm hearing is that there's a scene here in Austin specifically that allows mm-hmm. people to do that mm-hmm. because people are accepting of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Austin is a place where there's all these different types of subcultures and communities mm-hmm. that are very tight knit. Whether you're a musician or an artist or, you know, in crypto or whatever Mm -hmm. your calling is or sports or whatever, you can find your community here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's incredible for people to have that and for it to not feel like there's any bit of exclusivity in that either. Because Mm -hmm. if you put yourself out there like you did, Eli, and people see how you're showing up, they'll tap you in. You know, that's my advice to everyone that's moving here is look mm-hmm. like you just got to get out, be yeah, friendly, yeah. Do, carry do you yourself. Play an well. instrument? I used to, man. I I played piano for 10 years. I started at like three years old. What the heck? Yeah, I know. You're like a classically trained piano. Like we're, we're sitting here as the musicians. He's the <laughs> Yeah, guy. yeah. No, like, yeah. He's so like, yeah, it's I'm crazy. better than you. Whatever. I want to pick it back <laughs> up because I started at three and I played this style called Suzuki. And so you listen, it was classical music. Mm-hmm. You'd listen to the music and you'd practice and you just memorize the patterns. Like oh. I never learned how to read music. So I played for 10 years and then started playing sports. Definitely, I played every sport growing up. So that took a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And then started focusing on girls. And I was like, oh, you gotta do play it. guitar mm-hmm. to get the girl, mm-hmm. you know? So then I gave up piano, <laughs> picked up the guitar, learned how to play Wonderwall. That's kind of got all and of them. And then it was over. Dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Playing sports and got guitar. That's it. End of story. That's no, it. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got him. Did you sing it too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but <laughs> That's I, what I'm I'd like about. to pick the piano back up specifically 
I th- I feel like I'd still have the muscle memory if I sat down. Try and mm-hmm. learned, yeah. yeah. This guy's like tall, handsome, played Wonderwall on guitar, plays played sports guitar, <laughs> yeah, and sings. You got yeah, got them all. Uh, this is before <laughs> what was the movie where they were like, anyways, here's Wonderwall. I, like, oh, I walked, yeah, yeah. I walked right into that one, like right, knowingly, right. <laughs> dude. <laughs> But uh, Eli, so let's get into kind of like how your career has developed. I mean, what was your original inspiration to pick up? It sounds like you play multiple instruments. Mm-hmm. You're saying keys, guitar, bass. Drums, yeah, bass. I, I can program drums, but I can't really play percussion. But yeah, not really a drummer. Awesome. Yeah, we got a we got a drummer in the room today. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll, <laughs> he'll be he'll be he'll be judging me. He's like, all right, show me. <laughs> Joe's like, show me what you got. <laughs> well, that's how'd you uh, mm. you know acquire your taste for music and develop your style i always like to kind of get to the the germination of people's crafts (laughs) as far as like who they were watching and what inspired them yeah i mean the the short story is i come from i come from a music a musical family from my mom's side um also like my grandfather's a pastor and stuff so i grew up very playing church and and my mom was a pianist she was like she was a choir director and and play different instruments and stuff too. Both my gra- my maternal grandparents, they both play uh, saxophone mm-hmm. growing up, and they sang. My grandfather now he's ninety three, and uh, he still has perfect pitch. Wow. He'll go, he'll hear something, he'll call the note, or he wants wow. to sing something. He's like, it's like, mm, give me a flat, and then he starts singing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's crazy. So so that was that. I was always around, you know, just music and and I remember showing up to a rehearsal at some point. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just go to church just because they had things every day there. And they were having a rehearsal and the bass player. I saw him like slapping. And I, I had no idea what that was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, how did you get that sound? It's like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to get a, I'm gonna get a soda there. And he just put the bass on my lap. And I was like, and I started like hitting the bass. I didn't, because I didn't really see how he did. I was just like, I was like, how did he get that sound? You know. <laughs> and that's probably one of the first musical memories that I can I can remember. So I started taking lessons, um, bass and acoustic guitar and and kinda you know, started playing church and and then at some point my I was probably maybe like eleven, eleven years old around that time. Um yeah, so church was kinda the foundation of of the music and, and I remember at some point I was a little older, the keyboard player of the church, he uh he was in the navy and he was gonna be out for like six months. And uh, I, I only knew a couple of chords, but they they just kind of threw me there. So mm-hmm. I I hated it at the time, but they kind of made me play keys mm-hmm. for for the, like the smaller meetings and stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, this sucks. And and especially those smaller meetings, they always had like those old ladies that would just start singing anything, and like <laughs> yeah. there was no set list, no nothing. Which was now I see was the biggest, the best ear training you can have, because oh, yeah, yeah. they'll literally they'll they'll just they'll just start singing whatever, and you have to follow them. Mm. So even if you know the song, it's like, oh, okay, you found the key, and then you start playing, and then a few bars later, they might just switch keys just because they're not that great of a singer. They're like key change. So I was like, okay, <laughs> now we're here, you know. <laughs> and yeah. especially on keys, I'm like, oh crap, I gotta play, and yeah. you know, it, it that was a that was some serious work. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, started playing different bands and and start making you know relationships with, with people. I play like in a rock in a rock band, a funk band, some reggae stuff. And at the time, this was still in Brazil. It's still in Brazil, yeah, like in Rio. In your teens. Yeah, in my teens. And then uh, my grandfather, he used to travel a lot. 
for the church stuff sometimes to preach or they had like different churches around the world so he used to come to the states um once in a while and every time he came uh i was just joking around like hey grandpa so uh when are we going you know yeah. and it never worked mm-hmm. but at that point i had just turned 18 finishing high school and he was like oh uh yeah if you uh if you got a visa you can come with me and that was like on a wednesday and his flight was the following wednesday and i was like oh really oh yeah. okay cool yeah. so like for that day there was no plans at all to come here i never even thought about coming here at all like just except to visit once in a while but during that time like we we connect uh with some people that uh that we knew that live in california some musicians they had a church that too and they're like oh oh yeah if he wants like he can come he can stay here for a little bit and my plan was just to kind of get involved with the scene and try to learn the language and you know and it's going to be like a, a month or two tops uh, but we're going to go to Florida first, be there for a weekend, and then go to L.A. So anyway, during that week, that's what worked it out. We went to the consulate. It was the American consulate. I got my visa, which was super easy. Even at that time, it was, it was kind of a miracle how that happened because mm-hmm. the process is usually pretty crazy. But I got my visa, and like the following Wednesday, I was on a flight with my grandfather coming here. Wow, nice. And so we arrived on Thanksgiving Day of uh, '99. Wow, dude. in Florida, yeah. Probably so because like nineteen ninety nine, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it was Thanksgiving weekend, like Queen? we couldn't get flights. <laughs> we couldn't get flights to LA. So That's like I ended up staying in Florida yeah. for five months. <laughs> oh yeah, Queen. That's cool, man. So you're so, yeah. touring for you're going on the Great Jesus tour. Basically, yeah. And I was in Florida for a little bit and met some people there. They're like, man, if you want to be a musician, you got to be in New York. And I I never had any plans to go to New York. And I'm like, I was like 18 years old. I'm like, you know what? Sure, let me let me go there for a couple yeah. of weeks, check it out, and and I went and and I just saw the possibilities. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah. So much music, everything like everything was so great. So I just went and moved to New York by myself yeah. at 18. Wow. And once I got there, that's when like the real struggles like yeah, really sure. started. Mm-hmm. A lot of life lessons to learn. Oh you. man! Oh yeah! Big I, place. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know anything. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. So that was, that was good. So it, t- it took like a couple of years to really start like meeting people and getting, you know, I remember I used to watch uh, Fred Hammond. They had a, a video that came out at the time, like he's a gospel artist. And I used to watch it like, I was like, oh man, this is so dope. Uh, one day I'd love to be playing this. And I was really into like R&B and, and, and gospel, and, like just black music in general and, and funk stuff. And I'm like, oh, I really want to do this one day. And literally, like, two years later, I'm in the studio recording with Fred Hammond. Wow. Which was, I was like, oh. And then that's kind of when it started, I'll say around 2002 or so. And so I got, like, little tours and, like, bigger gigs, started recording, started doing more of the gospel stuff at first. Then that led to R&B, because pretty much all the R&B and hip-hop musicians, they all come from church. They're all, like, gospel guys mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part. So that led to, like, other things like Lauryn Hill and then eventually, like, Estelle and you know chris and michelle a bunch of other people and but yeah it was just it was just but it's that thing that you talk about the community thing and like people coming to austin just show up and be cool about it yeah. you know do do what you gotta do but the relationship that's the main i think that's such an important thing mm-hmm. that people take for granted first of all you, got, you gotta be good at what you do and but there's always you know always trying to get better obviously uh there's no such thing as best but you know, be good at what you do, be responsible, show up, be cool to be around. 
but the, that relationship is like who you know will get you there mm-hmm. and what you know will keep you there mm-hmm. you know so so i think that's so important when i see like new musicians that are like full of it and just like oh no no man I, you know i'm really protective of my stuff yeah i don't i don't want you here yeah that's to me such a a backwards mentality it's like man yeah. everybody can grow like totally, yeah. just might, be cool about it you know you might get lucky or you know i think the kind of the era of you know just being a star and somebody making you one is kind of over you oh know? yeah for uh, sure yeah, yeah. i see yeah. a lot yeah. a lot of artists that are you know almost having to be more entrepreneurial or business minded mm-hmm. in a sense and I don't think that's necessarily the route that we need to go or mm-hmm. should go because we want artists focusing on the, the, <laughs> on the creation uh, yeah. and the art, you know? But then with that creative, like, you know, when they're, you got to be super cautious about that too. Yeah. Because like that sounds, and it is, it, it is the thing we want, you know, mm-hmm. but you also have to be careful on who you're letting take care of all the other stuff. Yeah. Because a lot that's what you see happen a lot of times with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those you start bands, even like slowly and like manipulated. The, uh, the Tom Petty and all these people mm-hmm. that had to fight for their songs and their oh, yeah. you know, for years because it's it, at that time it probably seemed awesome. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just focusing on my music. I mean, but a lot of some people were lucky enough to have managers and stuff that were looking out for them. Yeah, yeah if you don't you know, know any better, you know. Were we ever signed? What's that? Were you signed no. at any point? No. No, I've had offers and stuff, but I, I've been really like cautious in that area. As, like, yeah, like, as you I should. <laughs> yeah. That's I, the biggest thing. Yeah. You can do so yeah. much by yourself nowadays, too. When I did the voice yeah. thing, too, like even like looking over their contract, mm-hmm. and mm. I, I almost didn't want to even, like, I didn't give my like best because I didn't, re- I, was, I was afraid to be under that contract. Yeah. You know, and it's like that, it was. Uh like it's terrible that it, the majority of them are kind of out for themselves and to just yeah. make money off of you as a product definitely yeah. as opposed to thinking like you know i really believe in this music and this message that mm-hmm. this person has yeah. and i just want to i want to back it and i want oh, yeah i mean all, the, all those shows it. about to me to my point of view is like it's about the judges it's not about the artists or the people mm. that go and trying to oh, yeah, yeah. send the voice of american idol it's like it's not about the artists there That's it's, it's about the, it's about. A, yeah it's about the judges they about themselves and like they marketing that they making millions of dollars they're the stars yeah. and yep. we're all uh backing actors basically, basically. Yeah. that's what, what it feels like at least. What, yeah it's what it feels like <laughs> for a lot of people like i, I remember my uh like my buddy there's a lot of people like in town i've a friend Ricky Duran and like all these people like that he should have won the yeah. guy that won's awesome too but like yeah. I know so many people that I, I've worked with so many people that have been on The Voice yeah but what, especially in New York like so many and like nobody in the same spot they're on the same spot right and and that's it sucks too because they going back to they're doing it for themselves like they're mm-hmm. doing it to and I always tell people that there's a reason why The Voice wins Emmys and not Grammys because they're mm. a television show. Yeah, they're makes not sense. like they're they're wanting to win an Emmy. They they mm-hmm. couldn't care less about how your career goes or whatever happens. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna need you for your story. We're gonna you know powder your face a little bit, <laughs> do your hair up and whatever, and mm-hmm. throw you out there and get some good yeah. footage of you. And then good luck. You know, next season, <laughs> who the hell are you? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like it, and that's how else. it is. And that's how the unfortunately that's how the entertain the beast of the entertainment business is which you know is is the entertainment business and then 
you know the umbrella with music and television and mm-hmm. movies and everything that comes underneath is a very shady business yeah like it's 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 a really strange one you know mm-hmm. yeah. um why someone hasn't come against them and, and t- taken them down i don't know well probably because they're too powerful you know mm-hmm. and they they have a lot of uh pool in 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 the world more not just in the industry you know Mm. um but yeah like they don't they don't really it's it's special when you find the people who actually care Mm -hmm. you know that's why going back to like us being entrepreneurs and doing it ourselves is the best way and you're watching the 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 labels kind of crumble Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a few big ones that are still up there but but everyone's just doing it themselves mm-hmm. yeah and yeah there's this big wave of and, like and it's i think that's this it may be a little harder uh you know at first mm-hmm. but in the long run it's going to be a lot more beneficial definitely mm-hmm. yeah or at least just going through a period of that like you're saying like setting up that llc and yeah. just getting, you know learning how to book your own gigs right. and you know what to look out for as far as red flags if people what, are taking advantage of you or which whatever. we should get into that too i remember me and you yeah. talked about that that mm-hmm. thing like like for a, not just say like an artist standpoint but like a musician standpoint if some guy kids like man i want to i want to i want to be a working musician when i when i grow up like mm-hmm. what's the what do you think is the foundation like what what do you do on a day-to-day basis to make sure like this is this is how i st- this is how I keep my chops up. This is how I I keep relationships, you know, and how, how do you go about doing that in case there's someone that like listens to this and they're like, Oh yeah. Man. Well, maybe like the things that I wish someone told me when I started. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, one of the, which is it, one thing that are things that are good, but I also, I wish it was, talked more about is like just that as far as like marketing yourself and being better at business mm-hmm. um because it's really easy to get really into the music part which is what we love to do and ultimately yeah. it's that all we wanted to do but like for me it took way too long to actually start focusing more on the business side of it because all i wanted to do was just just play and you know be whatever i just want to play music that's all mm-hmm. that's smart um and i wish someone had told me like no you gotta take care of take care of your finances like you know gotta do this learn how to do your taxes properly you know things you can deduct cannot do the llc it took me forever to do i should have done this many years ago and so uh yeah definitely the business side i wish someone had taught me more about it um and then for someone who's starting now that what i always say is is for me, I never, I never had a plan B when it came to music. Like I knew that's what I wanted to do. And even when I moved to New York, like that first, the first year when I was young, I had to. Sometimes I had to. I took like little jobs here and there. I took a day here, another day there, doing something because I needed to make some money that I didn't have. But I never gave myself a, a second choice. It's like, yeah. th- like this is what I'm going to do. So I would just cut down whatever expense I had, what whatever I needed to do, so I could live off whatever I was making with music as little as it, as it was at the time and so if that's all you can think about and it's like this is all you want to do and there's nothing else you want to do or can think about then by all means go for it pursue it and be the best you can at it you know if there is a, a, a second option if, if you have a plan b 
you're probably better off with that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you know, if you if you try to, oh yeah, if you're trying yeah. to do music because oh, I want to be famous or I want to be like this, I want to be with yeah. celebrities, I want to be, most likely, like it's the chance of the happening is so slim. Lo- it's not impossible, that's but it, right, a lot of a lot of people they're looking from the outside in, right? Yeah, and, they're like, and, and oh, they man, only see the result look, of like, yeah. man, like you see me here now, but. Or but see this artist dude, or this was, person here now. Like all the, I was the up years all behind. Night and I was, yeah. You know, I was, I'm all tired. the hard work to get you there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's the thing is people see that that they see mm-hmm. you on the stage, right? Yeah. They see the lights, they, the the guitar, the, you know, the way we dress, the the videos that we post. But that's not the work, really. Like oh I yeah, every, that's such a it's, small it's part all of the it. In between, yeah. yeah, that's the work. Yeah. To be able to do that, right? right. And and they don't see that, so yeah, exactly. If 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 you're if you really are committed, mm-hmm. just think about that and go for it and work at it. And, exactly. But oh. if you do have a plan B, like you should, you should probably go, go with plan B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. I mean, there's so much behind the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. and I see that every day with artists. It's like, yeah. especially if you're you're going to be playing that gig, like mm-hmm. no matter what's going yeah. on in your life, because you have to. Yeah. Like, it's just it takes so much work. You know, yeah. I've I've talked to musicians that are playing a gig tomorrow night and their car just got broken into and their yeah. guitar stolen out their mm-hmm. trunk and it's just like the amount of stuff that you know happens in a day oh, yeah. where you just got to keep your yeah. sights moving forward yeah. for a 20 dollar gig or yeah. something starting and, out and the, and, the, and the show is yeah. well like an hour or two maybe three hours out of the day yeah. what about the other 21 hours that goes right. you know yeah. there's yeah. so much more around it there's so much more yeah, yeah exactly with with everything from social media to booking to to rehearsals, mm-hmm. to all of that stuff. You yeah, know? it's in, I think in gear failing. You know, tubes going out. Like, I, like yeah. it's it's not. The extra I mean, show is the easy part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the show is the easy yeah. part. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, I got yeah. to enjoy this now. Like, yeah. That's when you take a you you take a deep breath and you just exhale. Yeah, that's the exhale. I think mm, you know right. is when you're it's a way of looking at it. when you're yeah. playing. You know, that's what I always find. Like all the other stuff, I'm always like. I, I don't I hate I, I don't like doing this but I love doing this so I'll do this you have to do that because so of, to, yeah. yeah so I can get up on the stage and mm-hmm. I can write and I can record yeah even go down to the recording stuff like unless by some miraculous you know act of God that you know you're gonna get signed and people are gonna put millions of dollars behind you mm-hmm. you're putting a lot of money out or you're crowdfunding or you're doing all these things as an mm-hmm. artist and like to to be able to go and, and make your art and s- nine times out of 10, not really see a comeback from it. Like yeah. not really see any money back from it. That's know? when the love comes in. That's when the it's love like, do you really love what you do? Are you, you doing it because you, really, you love yeah. doing it or because, yeah, exactly. you know, you still got to pay bills, but like my, that back home album yeah. I released during the, the pandemic, mm-hmm. it did really well. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't see much from it you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. it got it got a bunch of press it sold uh-huh. a, a lot of downloads yeah sold a bunch of records from it that's good all that went back into making making more records mm-hmm. and back into the the, the yeah. business you know mm-hmm. and i think that's what it's it's not all you know it's not all glamorous you know mm-hmm. it's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of i think the majority of it is a lot of 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 in the dirt before you get up on the stage oh for sure hopefully that's the case too you know like how else is it sustainable if you know you you just get that opportunity and people back you with millions of dollars and you're on the road you know 280 days a year like oh yeah how do you sustain that if you you haven't done the grind if Mm -hmm. you haven't yeah plus uh 
it's not yours. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, they they get that that funding, you know, from a, a record label, and they they're in debt. Yeah, you know, and they either, like I said, miraculously like become a huge star, mm-hmm. become a Beyonce or Justin Bieber, and sell a bunch of records, and are able to pay that back, and then and and then able to make a, a good living and have mm-hmm. some type of royalty or in, streaming or income, but. If you don't, mm-hmm. then uh, you get kicked off the label and then you're in debt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like I just had on uh, Sam Riggs fun. and uh, he's a country music singer. And he was talking about that process now of like there's all these young stars that are getting put on the road. And yeah. they're almost like have these babysitters like assigned to them because mm-hmm. they they don't. And haven't built that foundation and yeah. right. underlying just resiliency of what it takes to get up on stage every night and not burn yourself out. There's you know? something about that too. I mean, uh, like my time when I when I was at uh, the Voice, like we were lumped into, we were all in the same boat, right? Mm-hmm. But then you had like these these people that um, that paid their dues, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. people like like me, I played I played so many while. shows, yeah. you know. Uh, and then you had these singers that have sang and, and uh, grew up in the church and sang and, you know, went on the road and did did all these mm-hmm. things. You know, they've they've played they've they've failed in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they've they've had all these str- their voice went out or whatever. They've had struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then you're sitting right next to someone who like is like, yeah, I'm, my mom said I sing really good. I sing in the shower and I sing for like some of my family. I got a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. And like, that's, that's what we, you see too, is like those people, I think there should be like a a course you have to go to before you get skyrocketed to stardom. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, it goes back to the machine doesn't give a shit. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Like they they don't, if you fail, whatever, they make your money off you and then, yeah, piss off you know mm-hmm. just such Move a shame, on. yeah know? as long as you're making money for them yeah exactly as long as you're making money yeah so if you're doing for the love of it go definitely go for it but it's uh it's hard it's hard to kind of tell someone who's starting out like oh yeah just just yeah be, be a musician it's going to be amazing it's going to be awesome yeah you want to be real with and that's the thing <laughs> I, I never want to like you know i want to i want to speak truth you know, so yeah. in that aspect, it's like yeah. encouraging, but you know, it's, it's be real. you know, it's it's a, it's fun and it's a great thing, yeah. but it it also is really hard too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot, also a lot of heartache and a lot of hard work behind the scene and in the in the playing and the recording and the in the writing a song and playing yeah. on on stage. That's not that's not work to me. You know, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. But you yeah. gotta understand. There's a you know. It's like the the Wizard of Oz, like behind the curtain. There's something going on behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, All yeah, you yeah. see is the cool, fancy, uh-huh. flashy stuff. But yeah. behind the curtain, there's a whole uh-huh. lot of other things yeah. going on, you know. Definitely. And so definitely take that into consideration before mm. you jump into really yeah. wanting to pursue it. You know? And also, whatever it is you decide to do, just just keep growing and try to be the best you try can that. at it. Exactly. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people can just... A lot of people that's so comfortable nowadays they don't put a lot of effort into it. It's like, oh I love this, but it's also so easy easy to get distracted and, and try to do a million things at once. Mm-hmm. Instead of like now I'm do this, I'm gonna work at it. And and nowadays like to stand out, you don't need to be the most amazing ever at whatever it is that you do. You just you just need to be better than most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. 
just like and if you if you consistent and you put enough time to work on your craft consistently that will happen it's just a matter of time yeah right. i think that's the biggest key word right there yeah. is consistency yeah. man. like we are exposed in our culture to so much information and so many different choices of who and what we can be and where we should be in life or you know mm -hmm. and so many people just compare themselves or idealize a specific outcome yeah. you know and unfortunately with our attention spans and how much information we're exposed to that changes often you know and it you see the people that make it to the top hopefully are the ones that know in their hearts you know who and what they want to be in, in an authentic manner and they just yeah. stick to it whether yeah. it takes you know two years or 20 like i want to see those people succeed and often they will because they're following their heart and not yeah. just their heads exactly and, and the the word succeed and success is don't lump that into being famous right yeah you know? totally yeah that's because i feel like i'm successful and i For look sure. at you and, and I, you look successful to me yeah and same with with you you know like it's more about so fulfillment it's, it's more about fulfillment mm -hmm. so don't get caught up in in that thing either of, of chasing something in calling it success because yeah. it, that's it's not success right you know yeah being fulfilled and, yeah and that, yeah fame is definitely not that yeah i'm just not. like I, i'm i feel very blessed and grateful that like my whole life like i still get to write you know my tax returns i still get to put like musician yeah mm -hmm. yeah my tax that's returns cool. you know yeah <laughs> that's like just make a living off like doing music it is a blessing though it, it is yeah. it is a blessing i know it's not for everybody and you know no it's it's not i feel like you know like for me i, I feel like I, I was giving given a, a gift and a talent and and like i'm 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 not wanting i'm not doing it to be famous mm. you know i'm doing it because this is this is how god's using me to ex express and, and and exert a certain message out into the world it's not because i'm like and, and it's i have to do it it's something that I, I have to do it's in my heart that i can't cannot not do right mm -hmm. So it's it's definitely not about that. So if you're in that boat, it's just the like, how, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're yeah. like, oh man, I, I I can't live without playing music. I, going, getting a nine to five, and working in an office makes me just. This sounds like a horror yeah, movie. It sounds like it sounds like <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm not doing yeah. it. And like, then I it's probably nauseous, probably <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I work like 16 hours a day, yeah. exactly. Right? Yeah, good, isn't it but, weird? Oh yeah, the, but, but, the, but the that, meme. that part that when you get to create and you get to be up there on a stage and you get to to um have that camaraderie with other musicians like that's when you're like oh man like that's why that's yeah. why i do this you know and and to you know to reach people with a, a bring them joy and and you know it's especially in a world that you see just completely you know going on this downward spiral of like it, like we need that joy and we need mm -hmm. that that hope and I, I feel like music is a huge outlet not only for the musicians and artists playing and singing it but also for the people coming to the shows like Absolutely. You, it, yeah. it, it, it's freeing you yeah know? yeah like, like that archangel show like you Definitely. go to a show like that you you're not thinking about you know ed what bills you might have to pay or what you did at your job how hard your job was like yeah just enjoying the moment right there enjoying that moment yeah. and they're taking you on a journey and mm -hmm. like that's uh, that's a beautiful beautiful thing and I'm, I'm so thankful that that like 
that music is a is a thing like god god knew what he was doing when he constructed music you know mm. and for like creators Opens i think people up art and i mean mm. like for me personally like i, I serve a, a a creative god and he in made in him his image like we have all these creative people running mm-hmm. around you know and that is it speaks volumes in and of itself it's like we're creation is a thing that's healing and helps people and it's about growth and it's about moving forward Mm -hmm. and that's what we're all doing and that's why like music to me is one of the 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 most like the biggest forms of of that creation thing Mm -hmm. you know uh because it's continually growing and moving and you're writing new songs and i mean Mm -hmm. like when you write a movie or when you you write the scripts for a movie you work on that for for years and years and years but like music is something that's just pumping out creation all the time. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, and then it we create as we're on stage sometimes, you know? Oh yeah. And so it's like, it's a really beautiful thing. And I see, um, I see God in those things too. Like you're like, like, man, that's like, you see that. And I think that's why, and we, we don't really realize that that's why it's such a, such a powerful instrument, mm-hmm. pun intended. Like yeah. that, you know, <laughs> that people gravitate towards because it's uh, it's attracting man and it's 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 needed mm-hmm. especially today you know yeah i think art in general you know it's so yeah. important for you know people to see and appreciate all that does go on behind the scenes rather than just the product you yeah. know just mm-hmm. the song that you know hey that's my favorite song or mm-hmm. you know i like this art piece and i'm gonna buy it because it looks cool you know yeah. like there's more to that story there's there's an origin of inspiration there's a yep. creative process there's the stage of life that an artist was in when they created that piece mm-hmm. that's one of one potentially yeah. you know and like that can be yours to share and for me that's that's why i'm sitting here today is because i've found that that process inspires me deeply you know no matter who someone is especially artists because they had to get to a point in their life i truly appreciate when someone like you're saying you're right musician on your tax return and you take great pride in that Mm. because there's so much that you had to risk and put on the line in order to continually do that you know and for for people to take those chances and say you know what i don't care what i get out of this or you know what the end result is i just know in my heart that i have to express myself in this capacity and i i hope it's felt i hope it's seen but you know a lot of people aren't doing it for that reason you know it's just the the creation itself that feeds them and and uh keeps them tracking yeah and that's what they do like a lot of people don't realize either it's like you we don't it's not because we uh, we really want to do that like it's because we have to do it you know (laughs) it's like one of those things is like i can't imagine life not playing music or or writing or or anything like that like you you have to you have to play music like it's just it's in there you know well i think that you mentioned it earlier is that that downward spiral Mm -hmm. you know is uh, uh, for me i look at it whether um, i'm in alignment or not you know however you want to look at that like what is your path what is your destiny you know for me i've felt my physical body and and mental health decline or shift whenever i'm on my path or not Mm -hmm. you know and 
I think having that awareness to, to listen to the world around you instead of just stimulating or distracting yourself from what it is you're feeling or right. what you're feeling called to do. If you just listen to the world around you, then it'll, it'll feed itself. You'll mm-hmm. find that inspiration from day to day. It's always changing. Yeah. Um, but in a sense, like that's, you know, a willingness to serve, you know, the world around you instead of just yourself, because you can get by, you can feel decent, you know, just living in a modern world, but you know, how will that kill you if you just know all the answers and put up your walls and don't let anybody access you and just keep your head down and you know, think you got it all figured out. Like I've tried that. Don't, right? It, yeah. it oh, doesn't get, it didn't get me yeah. very far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's why I'm like my, my perspective has completely changed. And we've talked about, uh, talked about this before, uh, Evan, but like, like, like how, how I view, like how I view life now, as opposed to a year ago, like last year mm-hmm. has completely mm-hmm. shifted. And I think that's so amazing in, in in life is that like things can change so so quickly like for me that's what what happened and now i'm i'm seeing this like brand new life you know that i didn't see before and it's making me appreciate music more and so it's being open to that as well it's like don't follow other people's paths deal with your problems you know mm-hmm. and like especially as a creative too like we you know newsflash if you want to become an artist or whatever we got you know we got a lot of demons that we got to fight all the time <laughs> yeah. you know oh, yeah. uh and so that's that's another one you you might want to you know ponder on um but from those come you know beautiful art as well yeah hopefully and i, I think that's you know i think the shift that i'm seeing is more awareness around that you yeah. know as people actually confronting those demons taking care of their mental health taking care thing. of their bodies mm-hmm. it. and they're actually realizing that there's more creativity flowing out than what's been idealized by rock stars and right. celebrities in general is just like live in the light live at a pace that's you know 100 and and uh you know be a star and like man, what is it that's carrying you through that you know is it yeah. drugs and alcohol or yeah. you know just hiding from yourself you know we've yeah. we've seen what's that's done to yeah. some incredibly creative we and saw talented the effects people. of that yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean Which look at the the 90s 90s you know all the way mm-hmm. through i think that's catching up you know where people realize yeah. that this isn't a temporary thing you know people want to to leave a legacy and and do it right because they realize that there's you know yeah. you get one shot at it and you know living an hour in the light isn't worth throwing everything else away and i think we're going through like a a great kind of revolution in a way um where some people are are open to it and some people not so much but it's like like you were talking about the great pause and 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 it's almost like the we had to like turn around and like look in the mirror and be like Mm -hmm. okay you know during this pause was like a i like that the great pause the great pause what are we okay what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, but I, uh, I, I see that as like not scratch off, but like no. talk about the change and stuff. It's like I see that as a as an opportunity for growth and to do other things yeah. because yeah. of this this pause and like all those changes that are happening. We're talking about it's it's like 
those things are forcing you to get out of your comfort zone and to yeah. do and to do other things that you're like, oh my God, now I have to learn how to do this or how to do that. Mm. And and I see this as like as the one of the best opportunities you can have to learn something new, do something new, embrace the changes because changes are going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be stuck in the same thing your whole life. Some people do, but I think now is the time to em- embrace those changes and just yeah, I totally agree. And be that. open, be open to it. That's I mean yeah, and like with with the you know the great pause like it was mm-hmm. you have a lot of i think that time if we if we reflect on the good like you know it says med- meditate on on the good things and the things that are you know are are, are praiseworthy and, and beautiful and lovely and like meditate mm-hmm. on those things and i think this was kind of you could take it as like you know right now we're we're in the great battle of the left and the right but you could take it as like be right in the middle and be like okay this was a time the glass half full thing like i'm mm-hmm. i'm now i get i'm gonna look at my life was that was that great was i doing like was i really living a full life was i really being productive like was i really happy okay now's the time to be happy mm-hmm. but i it, there came that good or there came the bad of the like both sides kind of going at each other like i'm i'm you know i'm right i'm right you're an idiot mm-hmm. like we hate you and like but then comes i think the more what's the terminology that like like kids use these days woke sure right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm old um but there's like there's that where we're coming like we have folks coming out of it saying well no i think there needs to i want to i want to do this now like that wasn't uh, really doing it for me and i realized i had a an alcohol problem or I had a drug problem I'm gonna mm-hmm, stop that mm-hmm. I'm gonna this made me face my demon I'm gonna go to therapy now you know yeah I didn't deal with past trauma I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with that now you mm-hmm. know and if you look at it that way it was kind of a bit of a, a uh, of a revolution like that happened yeah you know I think sure. the revolution is a it's a creative one in a sense because yeah. and that's why I'm choosing to surround myself with more creative people because I see that choosing that path specifically leads to a lot more personal growth because you're counting on yourself or at least learning how to, um, when you're not depending on systems or groups of people to help you sustain life. And you're just counting on something as, you know, frivolous as creativity itself. Mm -hmm. You know, there's such a great ebb and flow to that, that you are, either in alignment with or you're the victim of yeah you know and those are two harsh realities for artists um but i think we're seeing the rise of this kind of creative culture and creative class that's i think going to steer us more the right direction because it's empowering to count on yourself and think of new ways that you can live life and and you know just develop like new systems and new classes and new currencies and new ways of sharing and expressing and i think that's you know where the future lies um is just in that process because it's strong it's strong in a sense that you may not have all the answers you may not have all the glitz and glamour but just doing enough to empower yourself as a strong individual by counting on yourself i mean that that speaks volumes for sure sure man 
Yeah, and I'm 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 excited for the future, and I know like we live in a day and age where it's like who knows what the future is gonna bring. But like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. what my future is gonna bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I, I think we should, you know, we should definitely get it out of our way to be our best selves too, because I think a lot of people, you know get in their way mentally and not dealing with that stuff but to to get out of your way to be the best self sometimes mm-hmm. like get out of your your head and 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 one of the biggest things like turn maybe turn off your phone or like get off of your apps and and i know this it's weird that like my whole social i have to be on social media to do things but to be honest like my my social media my algorithms don't show any news outlets at all yeah like fox cnn none of them no. like I, I don't i you know that's that's not really living a health healthy life what the hell did we do you know a hundred years ago before those came around mm-hmm. like just get out of the get out of that space man yeah you know? and like that allows us to be more creative and because i think you have a, a a this revolution of creative people and then you have another one of like people that were creative but now are stuck in this rut of like you know of this 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 fear and this like you know and they don't want to like offend which you know it's always hard offending people but you can't mm. what what the hell are you gonna do you know yeah and so we live in this weird weird kind of like twilight zone i feel like right now <laughs> everybody's just sensitive but but i love mm-hmm. that they're in in the middle of it has has sprouted a tree of of creative people that are like you know what maybe it's time to make a difference in the world and maybe like using our, our, our creative uh, minds to, to bring forth love in a world that's completely, you know, f- full of hate and, and division. Yeah. There like, is no, there is no blueprint, No, you know, and you look at our history and it's a pretty dark place, man. Like, yeah, man. you know, there's, there's no guarantees that, you know, history doesn't just keep repeating and itself. And it's just getting mm-hmm. darker, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like it, you can choose whether to be the darkness mm-hmm. or you could choose to be uh, a light, right? You, you could choose to be um, a, a light on the hill, right? Or you could choose to be a dark cave. Like it's yeah. up to you mm-hmm. at that point. It's getting out, getting, getting out of your own way to be able to be yourself and Mm -hmm. it sounds kind of weird but sometimes that's what we do we don't we have this block and we just completely fill ourselves with all this nonsense well just get back to the simplicity of it all like Mm -hmm. nature and and being creative and 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 how far saying hi to someone and giving someone a hug how 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 far that goes you know yeah for not only you but the person that you gave a hug to you know yeah and we live in this this day and age you know that it's like now hugging's bad you know and like now <laughs> like all of these things and i'm not saying like i'm i i got both vaccines or whatever so i'm not saying that but i could see i could see the like going back to the mental part of it like how it's completely destroyed us in that way where really guy like now being locked in your room and not touching another human being or talking to somebody is okay so it's like mm-hmm. i think there's a there should there's this movement happening of people that are like respectful towards others and their feelings which i am i always mm-hmm. am you know uh if, if that's the way you feel about something mm-hmm. then i respect that uh i don't have to agree with it and that's the the exactly the yeah. world we 
we live in now it's like well this is my way of thinking in my ideology or whatever and you have to agree with it and if not then f you and you're wrong you know so the polarization yeah and i'm just hoping like this this group of of people and and i see it in art form you know and that we bring forth more of a especially i'm speaking like artists that do have a platform right now actually like be a light like yeah like turn the freaking light on dude like quit quit shutting the light off because i see a lot of times we get so far on these agendas that we're like we're making other people hate other people it's like dude if you're doing that you're the problem mm-hmm. like use it doesn't your matter what side you want you're contributing to it yeah it's yeah. the biggest thing yeah. i yeah. see, see with the these light, people man. with like mm-hmm. these massive platforms is they're just like just as polarizing as most yeah, news right. you know mm-hmm. platforms like, as well. i came i came to you for an escape bro mm-hmm. like i came to you for a safe haven i came yeah. to you to forget all the weird stuff that's going on in the world and you got to come and bring it up at your show yeah like i understand yeah. you stand like you want to stand for something or whatever but like stand for 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 loving people and yeah stand for, remember what your craft does yeah and imagine it, what that it, does it for people, and, people yeah and don't fall into the division and i think that's what happens a lot of times on both sides i i mm-hmm. ain't jumping on any other right. i ain't jumping on any of them mm-hmm. and like like on both sides you have the the division and the divide that's happening it's like no like that's that's not what i want to see yeah i want to write songs and i want to use this platform and this creativity to unite people and and to bring like love and hope into a world that yeah that has forgotten what the hell that means oh yeah we're both doing it yeah yeah dude for y'all yeah thanks for coming on eli's absolutely yeah it's a pleasure to hear your story man and Look forward to seeing you around town and definitely want to come out and show. Yeah, you got any shows coming up that you can plug here? What uh, about your duo? You you have a duo with, uh, is is it your girlfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah, my girl. I mean, I'm I'm a freelancer. I work with a bunch of different people and stuff. But we also have uh, have this duo gig uh, called Gritty Sunset. Yeah, they're dope. Uh, Me and Courtney, we just kind of flip a bunch of covers and stuff. Sometimes it's a duo, sometimes with a full band. Uh, We've been playing Firehouse. I'm going to come out. Probably once a month, yeah. The next one is uh, on the 18th. February eighteenth. Okay. Cool. I'll yeah. do it. For house for show I'll with jump up. Adam Jackson and Matt Weatherly, the nice. band. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I'll cool. try to I'll try sing. catch that one. Can you please show up this time? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I totally. I think I, a, you, you had a gig or rehearsal that I time. I had a rehearsal though. that went late, yeah. and then I was like, I'm, I'm going. Oh yeah. Smoked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I know the feeling. Out. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> we'll sing uh, Wonderwall. Yeah. Old time's sake. Let me know when that's over. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, well, thanks guys for thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I'll uh, continue to, you know, direct people to y'all shows and get involved if you like what these guys are about. And thanks, I'll, man. Uh, I'll try to be there as much as I can. Awesome. All right. Much love. All right. Thank you. My life was never easy. My life was never easy. I want to personally thank y'all for tuning into the Easy Does It podcast. It is imperative that we continue to tell the stories of those contributing to our city in unique ways. 
If you would like to see this platform grow, please subscribe and leave us a review, as well as go share it with somebody that you know would find value in this content. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.